tomorrow. Overnight, 40s. Tomorrow afternoon's high is close to 70. Some showers coming up over the weekend, mostly just a line of activity associated with the next front. A beautiful second half of Sunday on the way, but overnight storms Saturday night, 50s to 60. Early clouds clear up Sunday afternoon. Sunny skies, the afternoon high to the upper 60s. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. At Social Security, we are always thinking of ways to save you time and make things easier. That's why we created My Social Security. A My Social Security account allows you to access your earnings history and benefits information, request a replacement Social Security card, get a proof of income letter, estimate and apply for benefits, and more. Save time. Go online. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash myaccount. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. Here will you come day and love think away. What's that for anyway? And so we come with you with something a little more intimate. It's the food show with me and all of your friends of a kind of kind. Sometimes you haven't even met them yet. Uh, the kind of people who if you look in an envelope, envelope or something stuck to the window shield or whatever. And here are some thoughts about people that, who sound very... Uh, much friendly and that's our program it's the food show and we did the whole thing right on top of the, the part of the uh, machine for you that gets everybody who's here to, to listen and to talk our for a second the people you do? aren't in the envelope right they're not I just want to clarify yeah well no. i was looking and i was no. almost finished when i had to do two yeah. of them so uh, uh everybody wants things all the time what it's the food show yeah yeah it yes, is that tom fitzmorris and mary and nice fitzmorris. to be here and we want to talk to you five five six nine six nine six because that's what we do uh Tom's yes you been do at it a very long time me a little bit less or a lot less mm -hmm. and um it is a wonderful friday afternoon tgif not only is it the end of the week it's the end of the first month of the year. Cannot believe it as mm -hmm. time just goes by in a blur. Well, why Tom, not? it is National Caviar Day today. Caviar. It's okay. National Caviar Day? Yep. Louisiana. Is that right? Well, well, not national. It's Louisiana Caviar Day. Hmm. We're not really sure if these are Tom's designations or if they are uh, bigger designations, but we have fun with it anyway. It's mm -hmm. Louisiana Caviar Day. Ah, uh, yes. I know exactly how old the product is because it was fresh out for our wedding. Our wedding. And our wedding anniversary is coming up in two weeks. And that would be 32 years. So the product is 32 years old. Moving right along and uh, doing so at a rather low fistful. Uh, Louisiana Caviar is an amazing yeah. regional product. As you know, if you have a taste for caviar and have tried it, it comes from a primitive fish that lives in the Mississippi River mm -hmm. and the Atchafalaya Basin. Ichthyologists call it a bowfin. The local name is shupik. A uh, shupik. comes from a Native American word that means great, mud fish. Great. Uh, t tell uh, whoever is handling on the words uh, what that is, because that is a wonderful uh, way to handle uh, That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Mudfish. This is the time of the year when shoe pick caviar is harvested. The process of making it from the fish's roe 
was developed by a family living in the Atchafalaya Basin. Mm -hmm. John Burke was a young man in the oil business, but wasn't doing quite as well as he wanted with that, and he thought the fish had possibilities, so he marketed it under the name Cajun Caviar. Mm -hmm. He later changed the name to Choupiquet Royale, Shoe caviar is a first-class caviar by any standard. The grains are black and on the small side, but the flavor is so good that very little salt is used in its manufacture. Mm, and so we are here. It was still a very new product when in 1989... Something like that. We bought two pounds of it from Burke for $25 a pound to serve at our wedding. Mm-hmm. And you put the cans out there on ice with the classic accompaniments and people who knew it, because a lot of people were there who knew it. On my side, nobody knew it. Uh, and the caviar people were very impressed that you would serve caviar so liberally at your wedding. And then we confessed what it was. They were most impressed, and now it's everywhere. The company is now owned by three chefs' wives, uh, one of them is a chef herself, Allison Vega Noel. Uh, Chris Wilson's wife, Amy is her name, and Alden Lagasse, Emerald Lagasse's wife. The three of those women own the company now. It's called mm -hmm. Cajun Caviar. Actually, is it called Cajun Caviar? Yeah, that put the end to one of the, my favorite restaurants in the um, uptown area, but uh, there's nothing you can do with it. Things change all the time. Yeah, it's called but, Louisiana Caviar Company, Cajun yeah. Caviar. All right, five, six, six, wait, five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six. Gosh, Tom. Something like that. Contagious. You're getting I'm as bad as I am. We mm. had a most wonderful lunch today. Yeah, what it happened? It was sort of a spur of the moment kind of thing, as most things with me are. And uh, we have lots to say about that. We mm -hmm. uh, were offered a king cake. Yeah. From Charlie Williamson, mm -hmm. who is a wonderful person and a, the CEO of Ralph Brennan Company. Ralph and, Brennan. And there so, were several of them. Yes. And so I uh, told her that we would pick it up. And as soon as I mentioned the word Brennan, uh, Tom was all excited about going to Brennan's, and so we went. We went for lunch today, and there is much to say on the subject and also on the uh, king cakes, which look delightful. We have not tried, broken into them yet, but there are um, three of them, I think, or four. Let me see. Uh, one of them is a traditional, and it's beautiful. Uh, the other is a strawberry cream cheese. Mm -hmm. Yes. And the uh, third one is a chocolate black and gold in honor of the saints. So the chocolate one, I thought maybe the black and gold would be inside the king cake and that on the outside it would look like a traditional king cake, but it doesn't. The traditional king cake <clears throat> looks like a traditional king cake. The black and gold is actually chocolate on top. And then the strawberry one is pink, just like Brennan's. At everywhere in Brennan's, they have uh, the staff wearing a Brennan's mask, which has the rooster on it. And it's pretty. It's pink. They wear pink ties and pink masks with the rooster. And uh, it's very stylish looking, I have to say. And every day. 
because there's all those people out there ready for some more. I was um, surprised at the menu. We haven't been there in a long time. And um, it was breakfast is really what it was. I mean, had I known that it was pretty much straight ahead breakfast, I would have we would have gone earlier because we didn't do Brennan's right. Brennan's yeah, why do you not, say that? Well, because we had to come back and do the show. Yeah, bananas foster, I'll bet. We had to come back and do the show. So you don't go to a place like Brennan's on a time schedule. You well, go that's to true. Brennan's to relax, to dine, to enjoy being there, to relish the pace and the glamour of it all. You don't blow in, say you have to be there, you have to be gone in an hour and, you know, be nervous about that. I mean, yeah, but a lot that of people was do not anyhow. the way to do it. But uh, it was incredibly enjoyable regardless. But um, that is a place that deserves your undivided attention. Mm-hmm. And we didn't actually give it that today, but um, I'm glad we went anyway. It was um, it was glamorously delicious, is what it was. Was this last we night? We went this morning. Yeah. And uh, we got there about eleven thirty. Yeah. And um, you had turtle soup. Turtle soup, yes, indeed. If you, you don't have it, oysters, go get which some. Which are quite unusual. They're they're quite unusual. A little bit. I'll, I, if you want me to, it, I have a little the most story unusual behind. Unusual oyster dish I've seen lately, for sure. Mm-hmm. And um, you got the eggs hussard. Tithard, and yeah. I got the chicken rochambeau. Mm-hmm. And we will go into detail about all of this when we come back. If you would like to talk to us, 556-9696. Care Restaurant and Supply has reopened for you to come in and shop. Care has all the wipes, gloves, and sanitizing supplies that you may need, and face masks. They have a great selection of takeout containers, too. Call Billy to help you plan the renovation of your kitchen or dining room. Home cooks will find a great selection of kitchen tools, too. Hours are 8 to 4 weekdays right now. Buy local. Our city depends on it. Care, hotel, and restaurant supply. Call 482-0294, 4815 Conti Street. Annadell's Plantation is a stately bed and breakfast with beautiful grounds and two gorgeous rooms upstairs. It's a great getaway. The food here is that familiar Louisiana cooking inspired by Galatoire's with reasonable prices. A welcoming and cozy dining room and very special bar make this a hidden gem. Anna Dell's Plantation, 71518 Chestnut Street, Covington, 985-809-7669. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, madame, with you. Point that right at the spot where we were listening to this music. Yeah. Uh, there was something else to it that I thought you'd be interested in, but now it's fell away and I don't know where it is. Okay. That's how things work yeah. around here for some reason. But anyway, we'll uh, I'll find one soon enough. Well, Tom was titillated at the prospect of eating at Brennan's at all. And I was titillated at the prospect of having some of their incredibly delicious 
Parker rolls. Parker rolls. House-made Parker rolls. Well, our uh, Marianne, who is who comes with us on everything because she is as stylish as she is, she said <laughs> uh, she took a look at this and she uh, immediately decided that she wanted to have some of those. What are those shocks? Those uh, Parker House rolls. Parker House rolls. Yeah, she thinks Epper Hartlips rolls are just the best. They of course, are. they didn't have them. Uh, yeah. You know, that's how that goes. Yeah. Uh, it's at the end of the uh, week. Is well, no, no. Deal. What happened was, I think it's a COVID thing. It's probably not going to come back. I didn't get the impression that No, you it never was, know. But I've been they uh, opened fooled. with these. When they reopened with the renovation uh, and Slade Rushing was there, mm-hmm. they did these just mind-bogglingly delicious Parker House rolls that came in a package of like, not a package, but it was like a little clump of maybe eight of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, you could just fill up on those right there. So when they brought the bread, it was the standard cap roll, not cap roll, but cap loaf uh, from Leidenheimer's. And I said, oh my goodness, is this the end of the Parker House era. And she said, well, we're not doing that right now. So I don't know if that's one of those things that's in limbo until after COVID or if it's just gone, but the bread was really good. I don't know if it's my imagination because I do have a very active imagination, but I don't know if it's my imagination that these cap loaves that Leidenheimer makes for the Grand Dames are actually better than the Leidenheimer bread that you get but I kind of think they are. Hmm. Maybe it's the size or maybe they're making them special from a recipe because they do individualize bread for different people. Like I know Peter Martino told us that he gets his bread made especially for him. So uh, I guess that they could indeed be specially made for the Grand Dames, but it's a much better loaf than what you're going to see on a poor boy sandwich or what you get with the Leidenheimer name on it at the store. Five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six. So we started with red. The, the butter was properly soft. I know you've always talked about that, Tom. Having about bread what? delivered to your table with ice cold, rock hard butter. Rock hard butter. Yes. yes. This was not that. This no. was appropriately soft, ready to be spread. And it was delicious. The bread was delicious. The butter was delicious. And I ate it, which I shouldn't have. But hmm. it was well. hard to resist. Then Tom got a an order of uh, oysters. Mm-hmm. Uh, oysters jamais, I think. In yeah. a shell. Oysters jamais, which, um, which was uh, unusual, I would say. Um, the restaurant sent them out. And um, they they were the most unusual oyster dish out there. I will give them that. They are served in a beautiful presentation over salt that isn't rock salt. It looks more like snow. It's beautiful white and soft, and it looks like powder. And uh, these were beautiful big oysters, but they were covered with this very liquidy reddish, crumbly, hard to eat stuff. And it turns out that it is uh, it is cornbread crumble 
and Creole tomato gravy. Hmm. And there seems like there's some meat in there, or maybe that's oh. just a, the cornbread. I don't know. Let's go to Please. Greg. Greg? Greg Happy is here. Friday. How you doing? Hey He's there. got something. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to our today? show, and you are thanks the first for spending today. a minute or two with us. Good. I might go back to my moniker, Marianne, Greg the Gourmet I First Caller. I wish you would. I wish you would. I always <laughs> hey, look so forward I'm, to your call. I'm calling Marianne. I found, so I know we've talked about the French fries that, like, um, at In-N-Out, for example, you know, the fresh cut. Yes. There's a food truck I wanted to tell you about in Austin, and my wife and I, oh. it said on the menu, gumbo fries. So check this out. It's French fries mm-hmm. that are so good, just like In-N-Out, but they're smothered. Basically, it's a dark roux gumbo with okra and andouille on top of French fries. And I thought to myself, this is very interesting, but it turned out to be one of the better <laughs> things. I mean, I know. And I, I thought about it because I know, I mean, I love gumbo, right? Who doesn't? And then French yeah. fries. But if you mix them together, so this am, very ambitious food truck, if you will. Um, and I think the guy was from the Gulf Coast. I think he was from Biloxi, maybe. But uh, and anyway, so here in Austin, there's a food truck. And he says this is his number one bestseller, gumbo fries is what it's called. It's delicious. I can believe it. I can believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I am um, puzzled about the presence of okra. In yeah, what is it's thought, it's andouille? Yeah. It, what's the actual gumbo? If you were to remove the fries, what's what's so, the good, gumbo? Good question. It would be there's no so andouille, but there's there's also um, on uh, okra andouille, and then the the, the dark roux. That happens. And that's really about it. So, so that's but, it. Okra and andouille. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay, I thought well, chicken would be kind works. of good, but I guess yeah, I guess the chicken wouldn't complement the fries as much as andouille would. But well, um, you know. And I, I don't think about the okra, but Fries. the okra was probably good, a good addition. It's like a little vegetable yeah. that made you feel better. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to have to call. This was last week. I'm saying I'm going to call Marianne and Tom to let them know that um, I don't know if you find yourselves out here in uh, in Austin too much, but it was. Um, she's sitting right here and the... she's listening. <laughs> yeah. I am. Yeah. It's I... a spin on a definitely a gourmet, uh, Louis, you know, New Orleans, Louisiana uh, staple, which is gumbo. But you add, and the fries were good. So I don't know if that makes a huge difference when they're smothered with with uh, roux. But I think it always makes a difference. To me, it does anyway. Yeah. You know, it, it definitely does to me. Um, what is the name of the food truck? Called It's called Huckleberry. Suckleberry. No. That's an interesting Huckle- Huckle- number. I wonder. Huckleberry. Yeah. You know, it's. Uh, did you did you stumble on it, or were you told about it, or did you stumbled? Was most, stumbled most food trucks, and not not just here, but most food trucks across the country, most people find out. I guess you just stumble on these things, you know, and then maybe yeah. they have an Instagram page where you can kind of see where yeah. they're going to be. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Which that I mean that that's kind of hard to keep track of, you know. So, but yeah. I'm, this one in particular, I'll go. I'll go back just for that, and. Um, uh-huh. Again, there's a Gulf Coast connection. I think he's well, – it's not Louisiana, but I think he's from the Biloxi, you know, South Mississippi. So um, whenever so really I good. see, Whenever I see uh, something that um, – like, I mean, I was in London once, and um, yeah. they had – what was the name of the place? It was definitely – I mean, I have to look it up because it's going to drive me crazy. <laughs> Excuse me. But it was um, absolutely a Louisiana reference. And I thought, okay, I've got to go in and find out who this person is. And it turns out that the guy was not especially a Louisiana guy. As a matter of fact, he wasn't a Louisiana guy at all. I think he might even have been a Brit. But what he did was he traveled around the United States and picked up particular dishes from everywhere 
and they Ooh. were really kind of true to wherever it was. Yeah. And the the one that he had for here, I'm going to look up the place and look up the venue because um, because I, I I need to remember that name. But I uh, mm-hmm. I was just intrigued. Whenever I see something that is clearly a reference to here. I, I'm, you know, I'm nosy, so I have to go in and find out what it's about. But anyway, I'm sure well, you did too. Well, of course. No, I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when we yeah. travel. So, yeah. And along with the days of travel, we're already talking about where we're going to go uh, once travel restrictions are lifted. We can travel, you know, um, but we'll see. Maybe it'll probably be next year. I don't know. But I definitely want to get back to Europe for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, are you living in Austin or you're just in yeah. Austin? No, oh, no, no. Okay. Yeah. Living, I, I get li- all these. Okay. Okay. Well, what's hot there now? What's what's the new thing? Because we discovered uh, Torchy's Tacos, which is now nationwide. Yeah. It is. So nation- we don't yeah. have to go all the yeah. way to Austin or Houston. Yeah, absolutely. To very good. Barbecue, of course, is going to be, you know, especially brisket. Not so much on pork. That's more for like Tennessee and right. the Carolinas. But right. Texas loves the brisket. Yeah. And a lot of fusion restaurants, like um, more Tex, maybe more Mexican versus Tex-Mex. Um, there's a lot of uh, Korean. Oh, Korean barbecue is huge here, by the way. Is it? Um, oh yeah, and I like the short ribs and um, you do? a lot of. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. There's some good Korean barbecue. Is um, I mean, I, I like, love Korean I like, barbecue, but I don't really like Korean barbecue ribs. They're they're the ribs, strange. Yeah. I think. Yeah, they they kind of look yeah, but um. Now it's a growing. I mean, the city, as you can imagine, um, yeah, definitely right. growing. A lot of the um, influencers, if you will, Instagram is a big deal here because every food truck you go to, there's the QR code with your phone. Everything is like all the menus are on your phone now. You have to scan oh. this, and like it's very, as you can imagine, it's a tech city, right? So um, you know, when when I start hearing it's things too like that, for me, Dad, like- I was listening uh, briefly today, uh, listening to a, a, a section of something in the. Uh, clicking down the mm-hmm. directions and uh i was wondering where all of this will wind up uh yeah. there was there was a box full of them and uh, i was gonna look at them found a, a, in another strange thing to happen and that is uh, uh two or three of the the little verms there just slapped to a close and so a few knighted pieces of uh, this or that yeah. Uh, yeah. You never know what you're going to find Absolutely. on your on your special clacker. You never know. Clacker. You never know. Yeah, never. Well, yeah. thank you, Greg. I appreciate your calling, first caller. Absolutely. You, you guys have a great weekend. Thank back you so to much. Your, back to your old job. You too. As thank first you. Caller. I talk to you later. <laughs> that was Food Greg, show. who sends me great emails and um, it finds all kinds of stuff, and I love yeah. callers and listeners like that. Five five six nine six nine six is the number. We were talking about going to Brennan's for lunch. We so did. This was an odd, an odd oyster dish. Did you? They like did. It, Tom? Uh, did it you like a, it? Uh, uh, the strange. Yeah. Did you? Did you like it? Uh, not really. Yeah. No. no well, let me let me put it. it. Let me rephrase this because that's uh, coming a little bit stronger than I should. Uh, the um, it had a quality in it of uh, things that the. So always come together, you know. Like if you're getting three oysters, one on top of another, and one to one other side, you know, oysters Rockefeller things like that. Well, they had a, a couple of those uh, a well, couple of days had ago. The one oyster dish. That yeah. was it. Uh-huh. It was a uh, the only it thing. Odd. I, it was odd. I'm gonna you know criticize them at all is that I thought that it was just a shade uh, less. Uh, 
I thought there was meat in it, but it wasn't meat. I was I'm looking at the the uh, description. It wasn't meat. It was cornbread crumbles, but they looked like mm-hmm. meat, and they were covered with that red gravy. So you didn't really know what it was. Could be. It was different. Let's let's one of those things where you say interesting, different. Imagine that. But it was not. Uh, it was. I was not something I would get again. Well, there's plenty I mean, of them out there. They sent it so. to us, but um, and we appreciate that. But it was interesting to try it, and uh, I, I, I don't think I would order it. Uh, then we had turtle soup. Tom, you had turtle yeah. soup, which looked delicious. I did. You know, uh, Ralph's, uh, not Ralph's, but but uh, it was Ralph's. Uh, this is uh, um, our friends over there. Did you like the turtle soup, the, Tom? T- oh it looked yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, Brennan's uh-huh. uh, is. A kind of old restaurant. It goes back to the 1940s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, there were some styles of meeting certain dishes that they, they still are doing certain dishes the way that you see on your box there. And I there don't was think some. So, Tom, I think they're doing hip, fresh, glamorous interpretations of all the classics. Yeah. And I want to get into that when well, we come back from the bottom of the hour news because. Yeah. It was um, it was definitely an experience. It was definitely an experience. Mm-hmm. It is. It can be had. Yeah, this is beautiful, delicious versions of familiar things, mm. and um, and I. It, it's not. It's not my automatic go-to. I'm much more of a casual diner but i was absolutely thrilled to be there Mm. which kind of surprised me actually uh you were listening to the food show and we'll be back with more after this Louisiana Radio Network. I'm Brooke Thorrington. Senators Bill Cassidy and John Kennedy joined 23 other Republican senators in requesting a meeting with President Biden over concerns involving his recent oil and gas policy. UL Lafayette political science professor Pearson Cross says he expects Biden will take the meeting. I mean, he's doing something that clearly impacts the constituents of their states, and and certainly he doesn't want to alienate a sizable portion of the Republican group in the Senate. The Johnson & Johnson COVID vaccine hopes to be the third effort against the pandemic in the U.S. It offers the convenience of one shot, but an international average efficacy of 66%. Assistant Dean for Translational Science at LSU Health New Orleans School of Medicine Dr. Lucio Mele says, however, in the U.S., the efficacy rate is higher. And the protection from moderate and severe disease very much geographically. It was 72 percent in the United States, uh, but only 57 percent in South Africa. LRN. Tire rag. Can everyone hear me okay? Everyone listen up. We don't want anyone to panic. Okay, but there has been a COVID exposure here at the school. But that's not getting in the way of your 2019 National Championship Tigers. Football season is fast. Tiger Rack. Hungry for LSU sports news? I am starving. I just worked up a man-sized appetite. Tiger Rag Magazine is ready to serve. Here we go. Awesome. Tiger Rag. Tiger Rag is the Bible of LSU sports. All right, huddle up. Bring it in, guys. Tiger Rag Magazine. Football, basketball, baseball, gymnastics, and so much more. Tiger Rag. Tiger Rag. Tiger Rag editor Ron Higgins and Tiger Rag assistant editor William Weathers cover all things LSU sports and interview some of the best guests in the biz. I think we are on estimating. Celebrating your 2019 National Championship. 
Jim Tigers. Tiger Rag Magazine on newsstands and online at tigerrag.com. Tiger Rag. AOS Interior Environments are the largest design assist furniture, fixtures, and equipment contractor in Louisiana and Mississippi. AOS Interior Environments believe they can't succeed if those around them falter, and that's why they partnered with Bougainvillea Productions and Soul Project NOLA for Fridays from the Funky Uncle. Fridays from the Funky Uncle is a free webcast live from the one-of-a-kind Mardi Gras float, the Funky Uncle Lounge, that features New Orleans musicians playing live music to raise money for the entertainment community of New Orleans that have been impacted by COVID-19. The best part is you can join in the funky fun time by simply going to www.fridaysfromthefunkyuncle.com every Friday night at 7 p.m. Coming to the Funky Uncle Lounge January 28th, Leo Nogentelli and George Porter Jr.'s Mardi Gras Show. February 5th, George Porter Jr. and February 12th, Soul Project. For more info on how you can support Fridays from the Funky Uncle, go to fridaysfromthefunkyuncle.com. AOS Interior Environments, where good design is good business. Find them on the web at thinkaos.com When you're awake the things you think come from the dreams you dream thought has wings and lots of things are never what they seem Basil's Ace Hardware has been the center for your grilling needs for over 15 years. That's when I first got my big green egg, which I use more than ever lately. Fred also has Traeger grills and Weber grills and all the accessories for them. Charcoal and pellets and propane, as well as rubs and grilling utensils. Remember, a great cookout always begins with the right hardware. Basil's Ace Hardware, 4419 Transcontinental Metairie, 888-8588. Autumn in New York, why does it seem so inviting? All righty, 556-9696 is the number. If you want to talk to us, we'd love to talk to you. Here we are. Talking about... Having lunch at Brennan's. Did you say we have a caller, Henry, or were we talking? Well, they about do, uh, and it's a good Don, place to go. Let's go to Don. Don is here. Don is here. Hello. Don, welcome to the food show. Dello. Well, well, thank you. It is the dog's coming over to say hello. Gorgeous. He's clicking over. He's, <laughs> He's clicking over to come say he knew it was you, Don. Well, give me an up to date one if <laughs> you, you say, if you happen to have to one. Don here, pant right in his. Right in his getting ear. getting this to get together, lethal by lean. Do you hear him, Don? He's saying what? hello. Oh well, hello. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad to know that he's still keeping up with his dancing. Yes, he is. I'm glad to know that. That's good. So you know, Brennan's is such a beautiful place now. I mean, I don't even want to fathom how much money they spent on that redo. Two million, I can tell you. It looks like more than that. It really does. They spent they spent the money wisely then because it's it's gorgeous. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, I love the oysters, uh, Jimmy. You do. You I do? love them. Yeah, I really well, do. Good. I like the difference in the texture. It's uh-huh. and you're right. The first time I got it, it almost was. I said, "Is this like a piece of tasso or what? What is this on here?" Because yeah, it had a little right, bite right. to it. But it was really good. <laughs> so I, I like. And, well, you know, maybe the I'm Creole really gonna... sauce had a lot of meat in it, so it's it it felt like meat maybe and so. it had a meatish taste to it. But it was uh, anyway. Well, you know, to each his own. This is you know, uh, so oh, you get the oysters. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. it was. It's certainly not something you would expect. So right, it's very you, unexpected. Yes. Right, it's not something you'd expect. So, and you know, I'm not really a breakfast person. I'm not really a. Um, 
a brunch person, but looking at this newer menu, they have a, something here I really would have tried is the Vietnamese crepe. I would have tried that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Very popular in New Orleans. I looked at that, but I figured we would get the classics just to right. check up on right. you know? Yeah. But, but and, you go next time and get that and then tell us about it. What, did, uh, what were your entrees? I missed the entrees. A hussard and uh, chicken rochambeau. A little hard to read. I prefer the hussard to the rochambeau. To the Rochambeau, but that's just... Well, how often do you go? How how, how often do you go? At least two, three times a year. At least. Yeah. Uh But it's been a while. I think the last time we were there was was Mother's Day. And there were like uh five tables in the dining room. You know? Yeah. So... They're very very, uh, into their protocol. I will say that. Oh, yeah. Very into their protocols. They do it yes. very, very well. It's definitely, you actually, it's, look, everywhere is odd feeling when you see it, but you really do feel very safe. Uh, they all do. I mean, Mr. B's does a beautiful job of it. Even Saffron Nola, they opened up that private room upstairs where they have private parties, and they put all dining tables there, which are really separated by a great distance, but it's really a beautiful room, and everybody's doing what they can, for sure, right. for sure. right. So, it was busy. So they had all the tables filled. Oh, good. Good, good. Well, and outside, we back to, too. We're back to 50% now, right? As of today. I guess. I know yes. that they got yeah. the go-ahead for that. but um, Yeah, so we're back to 50. So, so okay, so we're, we're meeting the um, – we have some neighbors. You know, he might be a great guest for your show. He Ooh. is yeah. one of – He's one of the largest sugarcane farmers in Donaldsonville. Ooh, that's, has, a, has, that's a story and a half. It takes a long time and a lot of, a lot of sugar. It does. It does. And he's, he, he's really interesting to talk about, to, to talk to about the processing. We've gone on a couple of tours of his farm. It's really interesting. I, I had no idea how it was done. Yeah, well, let me, well, I'll talk to him today first. We're going to see him in a little bit. Have a bottle of champagne. He's coming in. They don't get in too often, but harvest season is over, so he should be here more often now. Mm-hmm. And I know we're probably going to go to Mandina's this evening, and I know oh. I shot you a text. I don't know where to go tomorrow night. I have, we have reservations at Dominica, and I did that because it's always great. It's, it's God, you're nice boring. You people. always go to Dominica. Well, talk to me. I'm not going to the other place you sent me to. That, oh. <laughs> That's not happening. <laughs> Send me somewhere. What about the Chloe? Have you been to the Chloe? I haven't. I think Mary Lee went to the Chloe. And, okay, so it's probably not for me. She, yeah, exactly. exactly. You know what she said about <laughs> it? She said, if you spruced up the Columns Hotel, same scene, oh. modernized. So, yeah, I'm not, there you I'm go. Not. What's the one that uh, across the street from the Board of Trade, the hotel? I don't know. Yes, beautiful. It's called the. Uh, it's just oh, the gosh, one in the Ninth gonna, Ward, and he, you can just drive, drive up the board crazy. there. Uh, Couvent is the name of the restaurant. Couvent yeah. oh, is, is the name it? of the okay. restaurant, and no. uh, have you, oh, I don't think the that's Jane. Open the together. Jane. No, is it the Hotel Jane? No, it's not. The Eliza Jane. The Eliza Jane. Yeah, I love it when I can pull things out. It's like trying to that, it's like trying to pull up a bottom feeder fish, you know. Yeah. They keep cranking, that, that, cranking. They did they did a beautiful job in there too. Oh, I love that place. 
Oh, that's just, just one that of the cool. Place. No, the the whole. Let me see if it's open. No, it's closed. Temporarily what, closed. What? Go to the chop house. Vivant. The chop house. Let me give you an assignment. Go to the chop house and find out what's happening at Bonton. Let's do it next week because we just went to Desi's this uh, set past. There's time. also Trinas. Trinas is back open. That's a great meal. I have I have never been there. And I'll take what? There. What? Nope. Never oh, been you there. have to, I, the the dog was so shocked by that he was <laughs> he, he fell down fell and was clicking away. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. What is the dog's name? I forgot. It's Steel, but I just call him Dash Puppy. Okay. Dash well. puppy. <laughs> so he was I'm so shocked about. when you said that he just he killed over <laughs> what. I would have liked to have gone to Provence. I have never been uh -huh. to Provence. Oh, really? And, you should uh, go there too. No, well, we've had, we've had, well, it's closed temporarily. The whole rest, okay. the whole hotel is closed temporarily. Oh, that's right. All the hotels are closed. Have you been adjusting? Not all. <clears throat> have you been yes, adjusting? Yes, a couple times. Yeah, okay. a couple times. Yeah. Just throwing things um, it's out there. It's It's interesting. It's 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 a very nice redo of the building for sure. And we went too early originally, and then we went back, uh -huh. and it was. A thousand times better. Okay. So, All right. Yeah, so it, it's good. It's very good. Mm -hmm. All right. You know, that's that's the problem. When you've been everywhere, it, it's hard that to... That is a uh... problem. God. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it, though, huh? Somebody. Yeah. That's why I just ate a lean cuisine. That was great. Oh, my goodness. That was just... Oh, my gosh. You know what? Well, I'm really getting that. attached to my little mm. uh, anti-inflammatory book. Carolyn Williams is a doctor and a nutritionist, and I'm just getting all... Mm -hmm all excited about all those salads in there uh, just well, saying that <laughs> we, we we eat salad we, we eat salad every day twice a day right now so you can't wait you're why because you're always out well how about you eating if well, you eat salad at home and then you go out for a big meal i mean what are you doing eating well, all day it's called the yin and the yang i mean you've got to give up something i mean could you imagine how big i'd be if i ate like that every day all day I mean, I'd be. Well, I you thought know, you did eat like that every day, all day. No, no, oh, okay. no, 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 okay. not during the day. Okay. No, definitely okay. not during the day. We try to keep all carbs out during the week. No sugar during the week, oh. unless oh, we go out okay. for a reason. You know. Uh, okay. I'm trying, Marianne. It's hard. It's hard. I'm trying, it's hard, I'm it's trying hard. to think of some place, uh, some place we can steer you to. Well, may. Well, maybe have you been to the Bower? Have you been to the Bower? Yeah, yes, and it was okay. very good. We we sat in okay. that front window, and it was we had a right. great time. It was okay. really good. But nice. if somebody else out there has an idea of where four of us should go eat tomorrow night, uh -huh. maybe okay. they can call in and let us know. Well, I think you should go to Atavalo. I told you that. But that's Metri, and you can't handle the idea of Metri. Okay. I, I only go to one place in Metri, and I go to Phillips, and that's it. Right. And even then, when I... I, I'm, I'm not taking a car all the way to. I'm not doing that. All right. All right. All right. And a car is a car is required. So yeah. yeah. All right. I'm trying to think where you can go. Yeah. Right. I'll, I'll I, I wish Kuvalt was think. open. Okay. Well, I'll keep listening, and if anybody else has an idea, call in. Let, let us know how it was. What are the Windsor Court? When was the last time you were there? August. No, July. July. It was an anniversary. Uh -huh. And we checked in early. We ate right in the front window overlooking the, uh, whatever you call it when you pull in, the courtyard. And it was really good. It was really okay, good. Okay, I, I have a crazy one for you. Okay. Do you, do you have an American Express Platinum card? 
Is it? Is that a personal question? Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I mean, because it's relevant. It's relevant. Did you get the okay. email from American Express inviting you to dine at Bywater American Bistro in the yurt? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I was actually tempted to do that, except then I pulled my hamstring and I didn't want to sit outside in the cold in a yurt. But no, I have I'm to see if there's still. I have to see if there's because the menu actually looked really good. I haven't, really I haven't, I haven't, I, I know I follow them and I haven't seen any more discussion about the yurt. And for folks wondering what a yurt is, it's like this little teepee like almost. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's, it's a teepee. It's a teepee. Yeah, so, like so for a hundred dollars a person, you can go sit out in the cold in a teepee and have have dinner at Bywater American Bistro, but only if you have an American Express Platinum card. Oh, I didn't. I got to run that down. Was... Yeah, yeah. Well, it looked... <laughs> I didn't realize it was only if you had an American Express. Yes, Platinum it was card. from it was from them. It, it didn't come <clears> from the <throat> restaurant. It came from American Express. So, Don, that's about the only thing you haven't done. I think you have to do that. It behooves you to. Do uh, Shannon is not going to sit in a yurt. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm not going to sit in a yurt. I think I'm going to do gonna it. If, if you can still do it, I think I'm going to call and find out if I can do it. Now that I'm, I don't, my hamstring is better, I, I don't mind the cold. I mean, it's just like so bizarre. You almost have to do it. I'm looking, and I don't see anywhere that it says you're still doing it, but I have a friend who used to work for Nina, and he's very good friends with her. Mm-hmm. So I'll text him, and I'll yeah, let ask you know him if, if they're still, still doing it. Okay. All right. All right. Take care. It's about the only reason I would go to Bywater American Bistro because the menu actually actually looked like something I would eat. I mean, I actually would consider eating that. I'm just glad you said that and I didn't. Okay. (laughs) Talk to you (laughs) later. Bye. Bye. Five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six. Our little bit of narrow casting there. We'll be back right after these messages. Basil's Ace Hardware has been the center for your grilling needs for over 15 years. That's when I first got my big green egg, which I use more than ever lately. Fred also has Traeger grills and Weber grills and all the accessories for them. Charcoal and pellets and propane, as well as rubs and grilling utensils. Remember, a great cookout always begins with the right hardware. Basil's Ace Hardware, 4419 Transcontinental Metairie, 888-8588. The New Orleans Ice Cream Company offers a true taste of New Orleans in every bite. This is ultra-premium ice cream whose flavors are inspired by everything we love to eat in New Orleans. Twelve specialty flavors like Café Olay and Beignets, Bananas Foster, Creole Cream Cheese, Ponchatoula Strawberry, Coffee and Chicory, and Chocolate City. Remember that? Don't miss the Po' Boy Ice Cream Sandwich, New Orleans Ice Cream, at stores all around town. See all our products at NewOrleansIceCream.com. Parish Coffee is a small batch, handcrafted blend of carefully selected Central and South American beans, skillfully roasted to produce a coffee that is aromatic when you open the bag, robust when it's brewed, and very smooth and mellow when you drink it. This is a coffee that will take you through the day, a gourmet roast without the gourmet price. Pick up a bag where you shop or go to parishcoffee.com and see the full line. Parish Coffee. Hashtag wake up to parish. I like a Gershwin tune. How about you? Yes, Gershwin tunes. Good stuff. Also good stuff, the new Weber Smokefire Pellet Grill. Go see it over at Basil's Ace Hardware. 
if you haven't seen it yet. And if you don't need a grill, go see the pellet grill just for fun and pick up your supplies for your grilling at Basil's Ace Hardware. That is your hardware central. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm going to go, Mike. Michael, I'm coming to you in just a second. Now that I think about it, the reason I decided against the yurt is not the hamstring, but just the picture of Tom sitting on the ground in a yurt. That's not fun. That is not fun at all. Let's go to Michael 75. Hello there. Hey. 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 Uh, hey, Heidi. Uh, I'm bringing up a couple of things from yesterday because I was it was after I left that you brought these things up <laughs> and uh, I was prohibited from calling by your two caller <laughs> in a day rule. So I actually thought of you when I said those, knowing that you were going to call back the next day because you couldn't get back on the air. I knew it. Go ahead. Right. Okay. So anyway, you were talking about sandwiches yesterday. Now, the greatest tribute I've ever seen paid to a sandwich was on uh, from a, the owner of Turkey and the Wolf on a national TV show saying this was the best sandwich in the country. And it was not at his place. It Baloney. was at a competitor. Sorry? Oh, really? Oh, really? It was, it was at a competitor called Stein's, and the name of the sandwich was called the Sam. The Sam has hot pastrami, Swiss coleslaw on, on rye bread with Russian dressing. So I, I, I kind of did a, a little uh, uh, homage to that, and I'm calling it the Michael 75. Instead of the hot pastrami, I'm going to have hot corned beef. I'm still having a Swiss. I'm having chopped up fresh cabbage on Jewish rye bread with Honey mustard dressing. It's called a Michael 75. You know what, Michael? I think that, uh, what is his name? Dan Stein? What's his first name? Yeah, Dan. Yeah. I think Dan should actually put a sandwich on the menu named after you. If you spend as much time there as you say you do, and Lord knows, I know he knows you because you're a character. I can't believe you're not already on the menu there. Yeah, uh, I don't know why. Uh, I, I brought him back a, 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 this is a funny story. I, I brought him back a, a poster from Paris. Uh, it was kind of a rare poster. I got it cheaply, but uh, it was of the Rolling Stones at Altamont. That's the famous uh, uh, mm -hmm. A rock event where the, the Hell's Angels killed the guy right in front of the Hell, Rolling Stones. Do you remember that? Oh, no, I don't remember that. But anyway, go okay. ahead. It's most, most famous. It's, it's more famous than uh, Woodstock. Uh, but anyway, I brought him back that. He, he puts it, it was framed. He puts it in the bathroom. And uh, so I, about three or four weeks later, I go to the bathroom. I said, it's not in there. Dan, where? what happened to the post? He said, somebody stole it. <laughs> Oh, no. Not in the bathroom. By the way, uh, uh, I, I got a suggestion for you for your salad-loving self. It's the tabbouleh what? salad. If you get that yeah. at the uh, I'll tell you about it. You need to try that. And uh, okay. you uh, you had a guest on yesterday that was talking about Aubryon. He had that Aubryon wine, uh, uh, like $1,000. Well, I, I lived for the, for the first 35 years here in Chateau Estates. Uh, in Kenner. Chateau Estates was formed by a gentleman, uh, a, a doctor actually, and who had been to all the Chateau country of uh, France, the Burgundy and, uh, and uh, mm -hmm. Bordeaux. And right, he named yeah. all of the, oh, sorry? He named all of the streets after it, huh? 
Exactly. And, and the street next to my, mine was called Chateau Ponte Canet. His street was Aubryon next to, to my street. So that, uh, that all the great wines, uh, they're named after that. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, I, um, you were talking about yesterday, your places that you've been back to. Uh, and I, want, I forgot to bring this one up. We were uh, in Paris and we went to a little place, uh, a little cafe that served rooster with, with wine sauce, the Coco Van, they call it the real one. Yeah, and I said, right. this, this, mm-hmm. this is going to be terrible. It's real rooster. And it got there, it looked like it was hard, but it fell apart. It was so delicious. So I had, <laughs> when I find something that good, I have to go back a second time. So I went back a second time the next day and it was great again. But about three years later, we went back and had it. It was not as good. And then we went back, which was near there, to a place called the Pont d'Artiste, where you put your locks on the bridge with your names on them. Yeah. And that's, uh-huh. that's what my wife and I did. And when we went back there, at the same time we went back to the uh, rooster place, guess what? It wasn't there either. They tore, the, they tore all the locks off the bridge. Yeah, yeah. That's a shame. I wonder what they did with all the locks. They should have had people come and claim them. If you can't get a good Coco Vin in Paris, then, you know, even if you think a rooster wouldn't be good, it would have to be good in Paris. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, but you, you can't safe. get it. You can't, you can't, unless, uh, ask uh, Nicole Dorignac uh, about that, if I can get a fresh rooster from her. Okay, I will. All okay, right. uh, one other thing. I'm making something called a tikka masala. Have you ever heard of that? Yes. Tikka yes. masala, very much yes. so. Yes. Indian. Indian, that's the region. The UK, that's all. That's the main okay. dish of the UK now. It's the big rage over there. Yeah, but it came from India. I mean, exactly. it's, it's it, that, people have said so many times. <laughs> the best Indian food in the world can be found in London. Exactly. And that's that's I mean, what they said. part of the, the empire. The, yeah. The, the Indian restaurants in London are, make the tikka the masala in the world. so much better than, than yeah. the ones in right. Bombay. Right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So uh, that's my uh, quest today, the tikka masala. So anyway, right. that, that's, that's it. So uh, uh, I won't call back till tomorrow, even though you bring up other things. The things that the well, things that the things Monday, I'll be showing Michael, you that yeah, not that I don't do it myself. I don't, I don't know what I can do with it. seventy-two hours between calls. It's going to kill me. Get some coffee. <laughs> Use the podcast. It's the perfect I'm time. So flattered. All right, Michael. We have a new okay. assortment. I guess we rate on the same plane as all of his YouTube video chefs. I'm so flattered by that. I mean, maybe we don't. I just elevated myself. You know, um, I meant to ask him or to tell him this before he left. Uh, I will give Turkey and the Wolf its due. It is an absurd concept to me that they be the number one restaurant in the whole United States back in 2017. But, you know, it's a different world and the food writers are younger and, you know, it's all about that now. But they do. I I went there to have a um, the house special, the fried bologna sandwich, which is loaded with house made potato chips. And it was my intention to just eat a bite or two of it. But I ate the whole thing before I even realized it was a very good sandwich, I have to say. Five five six nine six nine six. we have time for just one quick caller. We don't really have quick callers, but uh, 
But if you do have just one little thing to say, give us a call. And if not, we can take it all the way to the top of the hour. I can start by telling you that this is, and I want to get this in right now, this is the 75th anniversary of WGSO. And they are celebrating with the 75 for 75 campaign. In addition to celebrating 75 years on the air, they have been uh, granted a nonprofit status by the IRS of 501c3. So that means that your donations will be tax deductible. Look, people donate to PBS, you can donate to the community station. They are branding as the community voice of the Crescent City. It is the city's only independent, locally owned news talk sports station, and this will help with the future growth of the station to get new equipment and to take it into the future. WGSO has a brand new website, which is absolutely beautiful. If you haven't been, go see it. And there is a button there that you click. It says donate, and you can make a donation to help with the 75 for 75 campaign. So happy anniversary to WGSO. All right, uh, back to our almanac, Tom, which is, I haven't even started yet, the Edible Dictionary Word of the Day today, brought to you by Dorignax, one of the top 20 regional supermarkets of all time. The word is Spanish today. The Edible Dictionary Word is pupusa. 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 Somewhere between tortillas and corn pancakes, pupusas, are the national dish of El Salvador. Available as commonly as hamburgers are in this country. It's made with the same masa flour used to make corn tortillas, but they're made thicker with a stuffing in the center of pork, onions, cheese, or all three. In recent times, pupusa with shrimp or fish have become popular. There's lots of room for creativity in pupusa cookery. The pupusas are cooked on a hot grill until they're quite dark in spots. The dish originated with the pre-Columbian natives, and it wasn't until recent times that they spread from the small villages into the larger cities, then to other countries. A restaurant specializing in pupusas is called a pupuseria. Tom, do you remember pupuseria Davino Corazon <laughs> on you know, the West Bank? I've uh, not heard of it exactly. I think I, you put that place on the map. Pupuseria I, I did. Davino that, Corazon. That is exactly what yes. I did. It was a joke. Really? I thought you yeah. really liked it. You did really oh, like it. Oh, I love it. jokes. Yeah. No, no, I Are thought you, you really liked the pupuseria. Pupuseria, yeah. Uh, you, you taste some uh, flavors that you're even high-end equipment would ever uh, pull together and bring together into something fabulous. Well, they're oh, very nice people. Oh, they're, they're incredibly anymore, nice people. They, uh, I don't know what that building is now, but I think it's on Lafayette in uh, in on the West Bank, if I'm correct, and I'm not sure that I am, but they uh, were there for a long time. Um, I'm trying to think, is that where they are? Well, I don't know what it is anymore, but, but they've been gone for, I don't know, probably five years or so, and it was a cute little family, and it's a cute little place, and I don't know, it's probably something uh, uh, else sort of like that now, but um, it was good. It, it was good in its It's very day. entertaining, and they, got, they give you a lot of money for your... Uh, it was a lot of food for your money. 
Tom, your deaf dining rule number 716 has to do with caviar today. Yeah. The reason God made your tongue the strongest muscle in your body and your palate hard is so that you can squish and break caviar in the way that releases most of its deliciousness. I think about caviar almost every day now. You know why? Why? Because I have this May uh, mustard. May and, mustard. Yeah, and it's got the little mustard seeds in it. They look like caviar, but of course they don't taste like it. All right, we'll be back. Top of the hour news time Thank right you. now from the Louisiana Radio Network. It's WGSO New Orleans and it's 3 o'clock. Join me, BJ Rust, every weekday at 6 p.m. for the Something to Say radio show right here on WGSO 990 AM, New Orleans, Louisiana. 40 executive orders signed by President Joe Biden in the last nine days. There's nothing green about a tsunami of pink slips for American workers or carting Canadian crude around in trucks and trains. The Kentucky Republican speaking on the Senate floor Friday. The White House coronavirus response team is keeping an eye on the still rising coronavirus death rate in the United States. CDC Director Rachel Walensky also notes that the virus mutations that they have forecasted are starting to spread. We expected this, and this is why I feel compelled to underscore for you the need for each of us to remain steadfast in our commitment to taking all of the appropriate steps to protect ourselves and our communities. You're listening to USA Radio News. Now with orders to stay at home, public health concerns, the reality of illness due to pathogens and viruses, your health is at an all-time high risk. That's why it's critical to take a proactive approach to boost your immune system. You can with new nano-colloidal silver from AmeriCare. Our patented process with tiny silver particles, one one-hundredth the size of a red blood cell, allows for maximum body absorption. AmeriCare's nano-colloidal silver effectively disinfects your body internally, attacking pathogens and viruses while supercharging your immune system. Colloidal silver is antibacterial and antiviral. Simply put, it prohibits bacterial respiration, suffocating viral cells, preventing the virus from replicating. And now, due to public health concern, AmeriCare is authorized to offer our lowest and best price ever, around a dollar a day, but supplies are limited. Purchase nano-colloidal silver now at immunesupportnow.com. That's immunesupportnow.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Supplies are limited. President Biden visiting wounded service members at Walter Reed National Medical Center in Maryland. It's Biden's first trip to the military hospital as commander-in-chief. Going out to visit some of the soldiers and sailors that are wounded and look, look at the vaccination procedure. I've been at Walter Reed a lot. I spent uh, almost six months there myself as a patient. Biden also with a message regarding more coronavirus relief. I support passing COVID relief with support from Republicans if we can get it. But the COVID relief has to pass. There's no if, ands, or buts. A series of major winter storms are predicted to strike parts of the northeastern United States over the next few days. The National Weather Service says people from the mid-Atlantic north and east should expect heavy snow, Arctic-like temperatures, and strong winds. In preparation for the cold front, at least 10 states ranging from New Hampshire to North Carolina are under winter weather advisories. You're listening to USA Radio News. 
Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. An investigation is underway into Philadelphia's mass vaccination program. The Philadelphia City Council hired a nine-month-old for-profit startup called PFC run by Andre Doroshen to administer COVID-19 vaccines at the Philadelphia Convention Center. PFC is credited with marketing and engineering backgrounds. Andre is the founder of the California High School Rancho Mirage Film Department. More than 60,000 people signed up on the registry. PFC said all of the registration data would be shared with Philadelphia Health Department. PFC lost all the... Some clouds come in tonight, partly cloudy to occasionally cloudy and becoming breezy but dry throughout the day. Tomorrow, overnight 40s. Tomorrow afternoon's highs close to 70. Some showers coming up over the weekend, mostly just a line of activity associated with the next front. A beautiful second half of Sunday on the way, but overnight storms Saturday night, 50s to 60. Early clouds clear up Sunday afternoon. Sunny skies, the afternoon high to the upper 60s. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. At Social Security, we are always thinking of ways to save you time and make things easier. That's why we created My Social Security. A My Social Security account allows you to access your earnings history and benefits information, request a replacement Social Security card, get a proof of income letter, estimate and apply for benefits, and more. Save time. Go online. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash myaccount. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. We're back. It's more of the food show here on the Wedding General. You know, this is uh, how, how we get it together. The food well, show. The food show. And we'd love to see you sometime during the day, uh, afternoon, or just think about it. You can call us in anytime you want. And you like can learn Ron. about things about, say, what? Like Ron, who called us. Ron? Ron oh, the Gourmet Ron? Reporter, I'm calling him. We have uh, our share of Ron, and uh, always get better uh, atmospheres of uh, things to be thinking about and, and writing about. Yes. Hi, Got Ron. to have. Come on in, Ron. Hey, good afternoon. How are you all doing? Bouncing along, along with the Twingy Band, and I'll tell you have to explain that tomorrow. Well, I'm back in the quarters. I was going to give you a report. I went by Tom's favorite restaurant, and they have a $21 three-course lunch special. Oh, what is it? They do. Antoine's. They do. Did you have it? When is that? Did you have the lunch special? Uh, I didn't because I ate lunch uh, a little while ago. I'm on my three- to four-mile walk, and I'm getting ready to be standing right in front of Mona Lisa, the place with the bomb lasagna. My goodness, you do three or four miles in the quarter every day? Wow. Um, five day, five days a week. I try to get in at least three miles. Mm-hmm. Okay. Impressive. But, uh, yeah. Well, it's, you know, there's a lot to see out here in the quarter. It's actually a pretty busy day. The restaurants are a little it busier is. than uh, than they've been. It is. I mean, we were actually in the quarter today, so uh, I I was able to get a firsthand look at it. It was not bad down there today at all. Yeah, the weather's Good. great, and uh, tomorrow's going to be mm-hmm. pretty. Also. 
I'm doing a steak dinner for my neighbors tomorrow night, so I'm sort of mentally putting that together uh, while I walk around. Okay. What We're going to be doing some filet mignon and also some ribeye. And then I'm going to do some twice-baked potatoes, where you bake the potato, cut it in half, scoop the meat out, jack it up with all kind of flavors, a bunch of cheese, put it back in, and put it back in the, uh, in the oven again. Probably some uh, asparagus. And, uh, I, I think that's a great connection. But, but I, I just yesterday had another one. I expanded it just the same way. Not trying to be, uh, yeah. yeah. But uh, uh, they they're around and they're easy to get to, and the quality lately has been spectacular yeah. on these fillets. For sure, that's fillet. Uh, you know what? In honor of uh, Queen Lil, wait, Lydia Kalani, uh, the last of the monarchs in Hawaii, who ascended the throne eight in eighteen ninety one today. She was the last Hawaiian monarch, abdicating under duress four years later after American businessmen seized power. She lived under benign house arrest in a mansion in the middle of Honolulu, and it remains a tourist attraction. She wrote the most distinctive of all Hawaiian songs, Aloha Oi, among many others. Uh, many years later, the melody of that song would be used in television spots for a Mississippi Gulf Coast development called Past Christian Isles. I have no idea what you're referring to, Tom, but I think, Ron, in honor of that, you should do a Hawaiian steak. Why not? You know, I've got, I've got the teriyaki for it. I have some oranges. Pineapple. You need pineapple, don't you? I could get that. I'm going to the store later. Okay. I think because today, in 1891, there was a significant development in Hawaii, you should do Hawaiian steaks. I'll do better than that. I'll take pictures of it for you. I wish you would, because I would love a report on a true Hawaiian steak. I know you will do it true to form, and, uh, and maybe I'll try it myself at some point. But well, I, want, I, want, I want a report, okay? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. It sounds great. Uh, it's, okay. uh, I'm always in the mood for good steaks. Anyway, great show right. as always. Henry's doing a great job behind the glass. See you all next time. All right. Take Thank care. You. Bye. Ron on his walk. Or now we understand why Ron is always in the quarter. He's taking a daily walk, which is a really good idea. Five five six nine six nine six. I hope he does the Hawaiian steak because I, I want to hear about it. We are talking about, as usual, all kinds of things. We start on a little yellow brick road and just keep walking. Sometimes we get near a precipice and uh, you just never know where it's going to go. We were talking earlier about our lunch at, Ant uh, not Antoine's, at Brennan's. We went to Brennan's on sort of the spur of the moment today. Were you there today? We were offered uh, king cakes, which are being done actually a lot of people are doing king cakes but brennan's has three they have the traditional mm -hmm. they have the pink which is you know their signature color it is a strawberry and cream cheese filling and then they have the black and gold which is actually uh not looking much like a king cake except that it's you know oblong but it has like chocolate on top for the black and gold so we went over there to pick up a king cake and had lunch. And uh, we started talking about it a little bit. We had the oysters jam. And uh, I was not impressed with that. 
Don, the gourmet neighbor, loves it, so it's individual. It is cornbread crumbles covered in a Creole gravy, which is the most unusual presentation of any kind of oyster dish I've ever seen. So then Tom had a positively scrumptious turtle soup. Yum, yum. Yeah, yum. that's the yeah. old, old version of that going back to the 40s. Yeah. And when the Brennans probably were just taking Probably way longer than that. I mean, at Brennans, yes, probably the 40s, because so. that's the origin of the restaurant. But I'm sure turtle soup goes all the way back to probably Antoine's. But um, I had the chicken rochambeau, and you had the eggs hussard. Mm-hmm. And... For, for the eggs. And, Yeah. We, we don't see that too much, uh, not in not any kind of uh, a dish. Well, the menu's not very big, but it's it, adequate it in size. You get yeah. enough choices. I was surprised that there were less lunch options than there were. It was mostly breakfast. Mm -hmm. But it was, uh, the Rochambeau was not what I expected. And I would say it wasn't what I expected. It actually kind of was exactly what I expected, which is an updated modern version of a classic. When Shane uh, Slade, rushing, took over at Brennan's, he absolutely turned that menu on its head. And I'm sure there was much squealing to be had, but everything he did was gorgeous and delicious and it had all the ingredients that the previous dish had he just interpreted it in a fresh way and that is continuing at brennan's the the rochambeau was an airline chicken breast a small one on what looked like maybe a slice of housemade brioche and it was toasted, it had a sauce, it was really delicious. And there's just no way to say anything else about it. It was absolutely delicious. Simple, classic, but with a twist, with a very modern twist. And then Tom had the Hussard, which was, um, it was housemade, housemade hollandaise. No, it was a housemade English muffin, which frankly looked more like a um, a brioche bun to me. It's those two things. Yeah, that, it looks more like a brioche bun. And but it was beautiful. And then there was the um, the Canadian bacon, which was uh, baked or roasted with um, coffee, I believe. And it was like a coffee, it's called coffee cured Canadian bacon. It had a hollandaise sauce and a marchand de vin sauce. This was really beautiful, simple, elegant, and delicious. I almost got the croque madame because I just wanted, because whenever I get a croque anything, I want to try it. But the chicken rochambeau was the classic. And I, I figured we should have a look at that. So yeah, that was also Canadian bacon. Coming to back to landing on this, not to dissuade what you're saying, but those uh, those two that they made at, at Brennan's, those two dishes, uh, that that puts them in a, in a very uh, 
un, unrise, uh, not rise, but they 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 bring in some dishes. It's a dishes. fresh look at the classics. It's it it's really is. It's a great product, but it's it is one that you yeah you'll see them in some cookbooks, but not very many of them. It's yeah. a, it's a rarity that you got today. You would have to be a real stickler for tradition and very close minded to complain about their interpretation of the classics. Right. It's elegant modern and just delicious all right we're going to take a break we'll be back with more about our breakfast or lunch at brennan's today five five six nine six nine six the crescent city steakhouse has been a favorite since the first time i discovered it on mardi gras day this old-fashioned steakhouse hasn't changed much since it opened in 1934 I love the steaks. Here is prime beef dry-aged in-house, a great T-bone or porterhouse steak. The Vojkovic family has welcomed generations of locals to this special place, and they'd love to welcome you. Crescent City Steakhouse, 1001 North Broad, 821-3271. Right down the highway from the excellent Keith Young Steakhouse is five girls, and the food is very good casual fare. Here is a fantastic club sandwich with homemade potato chips, a great Cuban, good salads, and the best red beans and rice we have ever had. Poor boys, hamburgers, and terrific fried seafood. Five Girls, 305 Highway 21 in Madisonville, 985-845-2348. I'll take Manhattan, the Bronx, and Staten Island, too. Yes, Five five six nine six nine six is the number. So I had a, a, a really unusual emotional reaction. I am definitely not a fancy schmancy kind of place eater, nor am I a lengthy diner. And I just looked at everyone in their leisurely pace, and the place was full. And I was thinking here we are trying to rush this, which was stupid. Although I'm glad if the choice was to go or not go, I'm glad we went. But um, it's definitely not the kind of place that you rush through. But, and, and it's not my kind of food. But it was so delightful to be there. And I just kept i was i was practically giddy to be there it was it was glamorous glamorously delicious that's the word for it it was it was a fresh spin on familiar things done to perfection and and just very high standards the service was odd the service was a little slow but I thought that, that everything else was absolutely 100%. Um, Tom, after this, after I'd sort of rushed him through, <laughs> Tom said, Bananas Foster. And I went, oh. you know, I didn't think we had time for it. And I asked her if we could possibly do it very quickly. And so they rolled out the cart and got it underway. They did it for one. Um, because we asked him to, but um, it's not something that you would do for just one person. And I had—I don't know that I've ever had bananas foster, and I know people are rolling their eyes. What? Yes, I—I I don't generally speaking eat dessert. I don't eat bananas, and I just—you know—I just would not have tried that before. So because I'm doing the writing now and the talking now, I. 
I tried Bananas Foster and I thought, you know, where's this been all my life? It's not, I'm not a dessert person. I'm not going to, you know, jump in the car and go get some Bananas Foster, but it was, I, I get it. I get it. It was um, creamy, delicious. The bananas were not too strong flavored. The sweetness was not overpowering. It melded into a creamy, very sensually pleasing, soft blend of flavors. The texture uh, or the contrast between the cold ice cream and the hot everything else was also a very pleasing sensation. And I, I get it. So I, I previously had not gotten Bananas Foster, but, but I do now. So anyway, it was a really nice, it was a hurried lunch. And I, I'm sorry that I did that, but um, it was definitely worth doing. And it was as delicious as ever. And uh, it's an experience to be had. It's not, it's not cheap. I'll say that. It's not, you're not going to find a... Um, a lunch special for $21 or $20. This is premium prices. And, it, you know, I keep saying that all the Grand Dames have their own personality, and they absolutely do. And Brennan's, I don't know if I would classify them as a Grand Dame. They're much younger. The youngest one, the late blooming, not the late blooming child, but the surprise in the family. Um, much big difference between the, the next youngest and the youngest, but, um, but it was really good. It was really good. And the place is just, it's not my style again, not my style, but, uh, absolutely a beautiful, um, update of, and, and again, the same thing, the food and the environment turned on its head, got all of the elements of the old, reinterpreted for the modern times. It's really a special place. I absolutely would say that. I just want them to bring their Parker House rolls back. 5569696 is the number if you want to talk to us. We want to talk to you. It was our little experience at Brennan's. We went to go pick up a king cake and had lunch and a very <clears throat> very nice experience. And the quarter is looking better. I have to say there were definitely lots more people there today on the street. It was a beautiful day and uh, it was it was just a nice thing to do. 5569696 is the number. If you want to talk to us, we're here. I want to do that with you. Talk about anything. It's Friday, the end of the week, the end of the month. Can't believe it. We're heading into February, which means for us personally, Tom's 70th birthday, our anniversary, and Valentine's Day, and for most everybody else, Valentine's Day. So we can talk about Valentine's Good Day, night. too. If you have some plans for Valentine's Day, tell us what they are. 5569696 is the number. Today, in 1968, uh, Chris Pringle a New Zealand cricketer, which has absolutely no relevance to us at all in the United States, was born. But the reason I bring it up is we're just, I'm going, you know, through the almanac here. 
But Pringle is an interesting word, and it's an interesting food, and I use that term loosely. Pringles. Do you like Pringles? I do like Pringles. I'm embarrassed to admit that I like Pringles. And you can sit down and eat an entire canister of Pringles if you're not very careful and, and hate yourself for doing it. I mean, if there was ever a processed food of the highest order, it's Pringles. Henry, do you eat Pringles? I do eat Pringles on, occasionally, uh, on occasion, but they're definitely not my chip of choice. No, they're not. But you know what? When you start eating them, you keep eating them, which is, I mean, you, you try. I think probably most people would say that they try to avoid Pringles. Mm -hmm. But if they come your way and you take one, chances are you're going to eat a lot more of them. But, I mean, just the idea of them is offensive to me. <laughs> Isn't it like potato products pressed into some fake chip? Well, yes, but I mean, it's probably just as bad for you as normal chips. It's because uh, they're not allowed to call them chips. They're uh, crisps, I think, because it's reconstituted. They're Pringles. They're Pringles, but not yeah. chips. They're, yeah. they're uh, not allowed to call chips. What is their... I wonder how they got started. I'll have uh, to look that up and Probably see. reusing bits of the potato you yeah. couldn't use anywhere else, if I just had to take a wild <laughs> guess. Yeah, I'm going to look it up at the bottom of the hour uh, news break. But uh, Pringles are definitely in a class by themselves in terms of processed foods. And um, and not something, I mean, I can't even tell you the last time I had a Pringle. But I've had them and I, I kept eating them. What's your, what's your, if you, if you stumbled, if someone sent you a basket, and I would hate <laughs> anyone who did this, Someone sent you a basket, you know, one of those nice gift baskets full of all the Pringle flavors. I don't even know what they are, but what one would you pick out? Uh, the only ones that come to mind for me is like an onion and, what is it? Sour onion. cream. Yeah, sour cream and onion. That sounds and then this, Goodness. Then It is, it is. And then the standard ones. So the standard ones I've eaten, but there's a barbecue too. I, 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 love, a, I love a salt and vinegar chip, honestly. You okay. put salt and vinegar on anything, I'll eat it. So I'd probably okay. go with the salt and vinegar. Um, Pringles are terrible. I'm happy that <laughs> chips now aren't so obsessed with that thinness. I love a good thick chip, like Me a Zaps. Too. Zaps chips can't be beat, yes. in my opinion. Agreed, agreed. Of all the processed ones out there, those are the best for sure. I remember when he first, he was on my show 35 years ago. He was a very nice man. His name was Ron Zappi. And he was in the oil business. And he got out of the oil business when the it crashed around here. And he bought this defunct, gigantic space in Gramercy. I don't know if he lived, I think he might have lived in Baton Rouge. And so there it was between New Orleans and Baton Rouge. And he was just this energetic chip entrepreneur <laughs> and then zaps became zaps and um <clears throat> and i guess he was a good marketer he was a really nice guy but the chips were gosh darn great and that's all there was to it darren's on the line let's go to darren hey guys darren hey i'm, I'm here so so henry 
Where, where's my intro music? <laughs> wait, do you have? Wait, did we give you intro music? Well, yes. You said it was going to be the taking oh, yeah. you back in time, yes, the reminiscing. Yes, yes. And I, we and have I was to get that to take you back in time. So, oh man, that's okay. I apologize, Karen. So, I do want to. Uh, I, I do want to agree with you before I take you back in time. We dropped the ball. That gives Henry time to find us something. Go ahead, Henry. Find us something. So I love Zap's voodoo are so good. I'm a purist. I like their original and the craw taters, but mostly the original. What about you, Henry? I don't want to disturb him. He's got to find your music. (laughs) I'm thinking Henry will like voodoo because it has the vinegar taste, if you will. Okay, so now we understand Henry's odd obsession with fish and chips. Now we get it. That makes sense. But I'm going to take you back in time. (laughs) Uh, Is it ready, Henry? (laughs) In the the 1970s. Okay. The doorbell would ring. Oh, thank you. There you go. That's it. There we go. There we go. (laughs) The doorbell would ring. Uh-huh. And it was the Charles Chipman. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Marianne, my brother, yep. and I were fighting for that can. Yep. yep. That one-pound You pen. must have been rich because we couldn't afford Charles Chips. I don't think we – I think we were definitely middle-class, blue-collar. But, I mean, my dad worked – you, this might actually shock people. Most people probably don't know this. My dad worked for a steel company on Conti Inland Steel. Mm-hmm. So he was a blue-collar foreman, and my mm-hmm. mom was a beautician. Okay. But with that said, it was not often, but when it arrived, it whatever the month was, it was Christmas in that month. <laughs> And Do you have any idea it, what we're talking about, Henry? Do you know what we're talking about? Charles Chips? I don't think I've ever heard of Charles Chips. Yes, yes. They're still so around, Henry, aren't they, Darren? Del- this was delivered to your front door. Oh, and, and it was like, like almost like the UPS guy, but he was the Chips guy. Yeah. It's like a big canister, like a hat box. Yep. You, do you know that you can still buy them? Actually, they have a website. They do? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to look it up right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, so yeah. the other right, thing. Wait, we're Mar- Darren, Darren, we have to hold you over because you always oh, call okay. a few minutes before, so we have you to interrupt it. you. So we're going to go ahead and, and take a break, and then we're going to come back with more memories. We're going to call your segment Memories with Darren. You got it. Okay. <laughs> All right. And in the meantime, I'm going to look up Charles Chips because I think they're still around for sure. And I just remember, though, at a certain point in time, what year was, well, you know what, we'll, we'll be back at the bottom of the, after the bottom of our news, Louisiana Radio Network. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Matt Doyle. Vaccinations amongst nursing home residents and staff against COVID-19 are moving slowly in Louisiana. State Health Officer Dr. Joe Cantor says 19,000 have been administered to residents so far, and they all wish it was going faster, but... I'm encouraged that the uptake rate amongst nursing home residents so far is about 69%, which is, which is fairly encouraging. 
The vaccine rollout in nursing homes is being conducted by CVS and Walgreens. And Johnson & Johnson announced today its one-dose COVID vaccine offers strong protection from the virus with an efficacy of 66%. Assistant Dean for Translational Science at LSU Health New Orleans School of Medicine, Dr. Lucio Mille, says the J&J vaccine does not require cold storage, making it ideal for those with access to care issues. I can see this becoming a big help in parts of the world and parts of the United States where access to Infrastructure is not readily available. LouisianaRadioNetwork.com. I'm Matt Doyle. Tiger Rag. Hey, here we go. Here we go. Are you ready for football? Here at Tiger Rag, we know this is the most anticipated football season since last football season. You want fluff? Eat a marshmallow. I like the taste. But if you want the dirt, Tiger Rack's got the shovel. The only way to get more info on LSU sports is by wiretapping a coach. Tiger Rack Magazine. On newsstands today and online at TigerRack.com. I'm Jim Harper, president of the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation. Agriculture is big business in our state. $11 billion a year for Louisiana's economy. When other businesses had to shut their doors, our essential Louisiana farmers and ranchers continue to provide each of us with the food and fiber we need to survive. That's why I'm a proud member of the Louisiana Farm Bureau family. Visit LAFarmBureau.org, the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of Louisiana agriculture. AOS Interior Environments are the largest design assist furniture, fixtures, and equipment contractor in Louisiana and Mississippi. AOS Interior Environments believe they can't succeed if those around them falter, and that's why they've partnered with Bougainvillea Productions and Soul Project NOLA for Fridays from the Funky Uncle. Fridays from the Funky Uncle is a free webcast live from the one-of-a-kind Mardi Gras float, the Funky Uncle Lounge, that features New Orleans musicians playing live music to raise money for the entertainment community of New Orleans that have been impacted by COVID-19. The best part is you can join in the funky fun time by simply going to www.fridaysfromthefunkyuncle.com every Friday night at 7 p.m. Coming to the Funky Uncle Lounge January 28th, Leo Nogin, Telly, and George Porter Jr.'s Mardi Gras Show. February 5th, George Porter Jr. and February 12th, Soul Project. For more info on how you can support Fridays from the Funky Uncle, go to fridaysfromthefunkyuncle.com. AOS Interior Environments, where good design is good business. Find them on the web at thinkaos.com night and day you are the one alrighty back to the brain of Darren now for more memories <laughs> it's good I like it <laughs> I like it um, thank you I, uh, <laughs> and, and so then the other thing and I, and this is just so bad, but I loved it in grammar school. Maybe just like the worst chip imaginable, Munchos. I've never even heard of that. It's a, so Munchos is a, I think a Frito-Lay product. Uh-huh. And it's just the crunchiest, and I don't think they call it chips. They have to call it crisps. <laughs> so... That and then Mary and my dad's favorite. Do you remember Bugles? Okay, I was just about to say the worst chip ever <laughs> was those things. <laughs> my yep. mom used to eat tuna salad in those horrible little cones. The, well, and so, boy, that is so interesting. My dad would take Bugles. 
and like scoop potted meat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're both going to get thrown off the show. Oh my we, we gosh. Have, we, have, oh, no. we have taken Tom's show from the <laughs> highest level to just in a oh, matter of Lord. minutes. Oh gosh, it's a good thing he left. <laughs> but, oh my um, goodness. But, you know so what? When you get a chance, I just went to the Charles Chips website. I'm looking at it right now. I want to contact them. They have an, they have an about us there, but they don't really tell you how they got started. I know. So I'm going to contact the them and see if we can find out. I know. I and know. it's got to be in, is it a Louisiana thing? Because there's a picture of a girl so. eating blue crabs. I don't think so. So that's interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna contact them and see if we can get somebody on the show to that, talk about how they started because it was ubiquitous back in the day, and I remember seeing the Charles Chip, the Charles Chip truck go down the street. You know, like the Wells Fargo wagon. I knew it wasn't coming for me. <laughs> I just it was really... it was, and and you know what is really so sad. I I, I often speak about this to to my children just thinking about growing up so my late grandmother lived in mid-city from 1955 until the day she passed uh, about three years ago and she lived right off of Dumaine on Taft uh-huh. and Marianne I have memories and 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 it's just amazing we would walk outside and there was the Roman candy man but with the horse it yeah, wasn't being like pulled by a vehicle. It was the horse. I always feel sorry for the horse. But that's and just me. <laughs> I just, I have these memories of, of getting, my favorite was strawberry. It's still around, warm. isn't it? The Roman candy guy is still around. Isn't so it? he is at the zoo now. He's a permanent fixture uh, there. Oh, okay. okay. He's at the well, zoo. Good. The horse doesn't have to walk around. That's good. No, the horse, I think, is like a, like, Maybe something Blaine Kern created, like it's a it's a decorative, uh, like uh-huh. what you would see on a Mardi okay. Gras float. But it's the actual carriage. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's so good. the The Roman candy guy is the son of one of my dad's best friends. That's how far back that goes. But my dad would be over a hundred right now if he was still alive. So there, you, uh, how would, yeah. how would you like to? I would love to just see. Uh, the early days, that from inception, that business. Well, I, I may try to find out about that. I mean, I think that would be incredible. That memory and then the memory of the old guy that sold fruit in front of the seminary, Notre Dame, on well, Carrollton. Isn't he still there? Isn't he still there? Well, I don't know if it's him. Maybe it's a yeah, generation right. of him. Yeah, you know, it's funny. People go to college and they, you know, they spend um, a lot of time studying. And all of these people, like the fruit man in front of Notre Dame, the snowball guy. Like, I know this guy who, well, actually, I'll tell you who it is. Russell's shortstop poor boys. Oh, definitely. Okay. I know that family. They had seven kids. The parents started with a little little grocery store like a teeny tiny little grocery store and then they started selling snowballs 
And they did so well with the snowballs, they started doing the poor boys. At one time, there were so many of those poor boy shops that they became sort of real estate moguls. And um, I think they're retired now in Tennessee, but they raised seven kids and they had this massive family all from the little store. So, you know, you don't necessarily have to go to college and spend a bunch of money to make it, you know? That's right. And, and, and that, I remember when we moved to Metairie, they had the shop right on West Esplanade, which is now where Robayers and I think Daiquiri Bay is. It was their shop and next to it was the music box mm -hmm. where you would buy records. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, but, it's a lot of good stuff out there. A lot of great nostalgia to be had. But the Absolutely. Charles Chips, I, I'm going to run that down because I, I can practically taste Charles Chips just that Marion, I think I'm going to surprise my family and order some and just not tell them and let it arrive and see <laughs> how they react. <laughs> and, hey, I do want to ask one quick thing. Did you have a chance to check out Smoking Buddha? No, I, it was a very interesting weekend, and I mean that in a bad way. Okay, so there's interesting good and interesting bad. So, no. no. I think he sent I, you an email. He did, and okay, I was good. very excited about going. But suffice it to say, things did not work out that way. Well, so we will try again. You got it. And hope that it happens. But I you, thought about it and wanted to go on Saturday. And I actually did because it was closer I went on Sunday to the Abita Market, but I didn't see him. He must have been way back because he wasn't like right up front. Because I've actually seen that um, get up. I've seen that um, right close to the highway. And had he been right close to the highway on Sunday, I would have jumped out and gotten some. But this required me to park, walk, and go find him. And it just wasn't that kind of day for me. So um, understandable. So and you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna have to you know it, it's on my mind. I'm doing it, but it just didn't work out this past weekend. When that day comes and you meet him, he's you'll you'll know it from the moment you meet him or see him. And unfortunately, if it wasn't COVID, he's one of those people you just want to give a big hug to. So. Well, I, I look forward to his brisket chili. I do, and I absolutely will have it at some point, but I never know from one day to the next what the day is going to be, and that was not a good one. You got so, it. Well, that's understandable. Go. All right. Have a good weekend, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care. 5569696 is the number. We are talking about food. Because that's all we do. We got on to, oh, Lord, Bugles. Oh, my gosh. Talk about the depths of the show. Have you ever seen a Bugle, Henry? Do they still have them, I wonder? Are bugles. Bugles, are those the ones that are like uh, little cones? Yeah, yeah. They're like little little ice cream cones, only not good. Oh, oh, yeah. Sounds bad. <laughs> I think I remember putting them on my fingers as a kid and pretending to be a witch. Exactly. That's about the only thing to do with them. But I think they're still around. Those and Fritos are things I've never really understood. Although 
there are people who have made Fritos acceptable with Frito pie. And I know that in California, maybe you've seen this, Henry, they have the Frito bag mm -hmm. and they put the chili in the bag with the Fritos and cheese. This sounds terrible. I'll be honest. <laughs> this sounds very I could, bad. I could, I could tell by your silence. Your silence was deafening. I didn't say it was good. I just said it was clever. Is this like and the recipe they put on the bag of Cheetos to make a Frito pie? I'm sorry, Frito know. pie, not Cheetos. I don't know. Now, Cheetos are another thing. I had a Cheetos phase where I finally had to almost get, get help to break it. But... Um, but I got tired of the orange fingers and decided that I had to kick my Cheetos habit. Five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six. Here in, in New Orleans, we have Chiwis, which I always thought were really good. Those are Dickies. And um, they're still around. No, are they Emerald? Wait, Elmer's? Elmer's? No, they're El Elmer's Chiwis, I think. They're in the neighborhood. And, and you know what? I honestly think that Cheetos were modeled after Chiwis. But, you know, maybe that's just being a narcissistic New Orleans person, you know, thinking that Cheetos came from here. Chiwis and Big Top Soda, I think for me, are the two very specifically New Am I saying that right? Big Top Soda or is it a different Oh, brand? no, Big Shot. Big Shot. Big, Big Shot Sh Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, now, Henry, if you like Big shot. I'm going to tell Didn't you about that. something. Like, go ahead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you might like this, though. Um, if you get the strawberry big shot mm -hmm. and you put it in, how did we do that, Tom? I'm going to have to go get the recipe. Tom, would you go get your cookbook off of one of the shelves here? Because it's called Ping Pong and it is vanilla ice cream and strawberry big shot. My and uh, it's mixed together and then frozen and it's actually it's actually kind of good in a very very pedestrian sort of way but it's in tom's cookbook which is funny because you know tom's the gourmet guy all right well, i will look up that recipe five five six nine six nine six is the number and we'll be back for just 15 minutes after yeah, this one of my all-time favorite restaurants is the legendary Pascal's Manali. It's now open for lunch Wednesday through Friday with happy hour specials in the dining room every day. Tuesdays, enjoy two-for-one appetizers and Hans's vodka martinis. Wednesday and Thursdays, wine and beer specials. Friday's lunch martinis are $5. Say hello to my friend Thomas at that great oyster bar when you go to Pascal's Manali, 1838 Napoleon Avenue. Reservations are recommended. Call 895-4877. I've loved the Maple Street Cafe from the first time I walked into the place. Jamil Kutob turns out well-executed dishes that hint of the Mediterranean, but with a real New Orleans spirit. The grilled fish here is particularly excellent, but I have never had anything I didn't love. Call 314-9003 for their daily specials, which are exceptionally good and an exceptional value. Maple Street Cafe, 7623 Maple Street, Uptown. When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings, and lots of things are seldom what they seem. 
Oh my goodness, the yellow brick road is taking us round and round. I want to tell you about Norjo. Norjo is an adorable, charming, Romanesque kind of emporium on Metairie Road, of all places. Looks like something you'd see in Rome, but it is on Metairie Road. Actually, not on Metairie Road. It's on Frisco Avenue, 505 Frisco. But if you are driving on Metairie Road from the city and look to your right when you come to the railroad tracks, you'll see it. It's about half a block kind of behind the Metri Cafe. Norjo is where you're going to find great imported olive oil. It's where you'll find spectacularly good Italian wines that are imported from Italy and all kinds of imported products from Italy. Uh, manufactured pasta that you won't see anyplace else. Uh, artichoke hearts, sesame seeds, a really eclectic mix of things, dried figs, but also food to take out great walk away food or takeaway as they say over in europe uh it is uh muffalata best one in the city the lindy delicious little meatballs in red sauce with genoa salami provolone cheese and a a, a pesto mayo that makes it absolutely delectable. It's a pressed panini. On Fridays, there is the cheese wheel. You can go in there and come out with pasta made right in front of you. That's Norjo Imports. If you have not been, you are overdue to go. That phone number is 833-9240. That is Norjo Imports. They are located at 505 Frisco Avenue. also want to tell you about Antoine's, the Grand Dame, the original. Antoine's is located at 713 St. Louis Street. Their phone number is 581-4422. If you would like to book a reservation to go have lunch there, do that. They have a three-course, $21 lunch where you can experience Antoine's and all it has to offer. I mean, not all of it, obviously. It's a it's a limited menu, but it's good stuff. And you can you can go there and experience Antoine's for $21, three-course menu, $15 for wine pairings. They also have a Mardi Gras dinner menu that they want to mention. Four-course dinner for $54. You can add a hand-selected French wine pairing for $35. Go see them at Antoine's for their special Mardi Gras hours. Do check the website. They're different all throughout the season. They have the Great Hermes Bar and a happy hour there every single day. That's Antoine's, 581-4422. It's the original Grand Dame. All right, back to our various things. The Yellow Brick Road has taken us all over today. And now I'm looking through Tom's cookbook for ping pong which henry made the mistake of talking about big shot soda you know we used to have thanksgiving here i mean we have we've entertained a lot here at one time and uh people would bring different things we would mostly do the food ourselves but i know that my brother was responsible for bringing drinks and he would always bring a big bunch of big shot and everybody would go oh come on man can't you bring coke but uh he had all the different different kinds none of which was particularly good i oh there there it is ping pong all right i'm gonna get the recipe i'm gonna 
dig through it right now. Ping pong is something that when our son went to uh, grade school, middle school, he met a young man, also 12 years old, and became very good friends with him and his family. They were, their last name was Emel, H-Y-M-E-L. And the family had a place up the river near Manresa and near Homa's house. And it was just this gas station with a little country restaurant in it. And in the family restaurant was this sort of family tradition called ping pong. And the recipe is so simple. It's bark, oh no, it's not Big Shot. It's Bark's Red Cream Soda and a can of sweetened condensed milk. And that's it. The origin of the name ping pong is unknown, but in the river lands between New Orleans and Baton Rouge, many people know what it is, a pink frozen drink that has the flavor of nectar. Henry, you've had nectar, right? I don't think so, no. Nectar is, it's kind of like godly, and it's revered that way here. But uh, if you have, you know, since it's snowball season, if you get a nectar snowball, you'll see what I'm talking about. But the flavor nectar is, as Tom says in the book, universally recognized among Orleanians as a distinctive flavor, a blend of almond and vanilla. Nectar was one of the most popular flavors for ice cream sodas in the days when drugstores still made such things. Now nectar is an essential flavor in the vast array of syrups poured over finely shaved ice for snowballs. Uh, this is quoting from Tom's book. I learned about ping pong from Mark Emel, whose family had raised sugarcane and run a fine seafood restaurant in St. James Parish for generations. He handed it to me at a party at his house and challenged me to guess what it was. I recognized the nectar, nectar flavor instantly, but was astonished to learn how it was derived. I mentioned it on the radio the next day, and from that time until the day Hurricane Katrina shut us down, I've repeated the unlikely recipe hundreds of times on the air and on the internet. The original recipe is so sweet that you can't drink much of it, although you'll very much want to. Lately, uh, I've lightened up the sugar content by replacing the sweetened condensed milk with half and half. So essentially what you do is you mix the two ingredients in an ice cream maker and freeze. It'll probably not get hard, but it will have the texture of a frozen daiquiri. You can solidify it by freezing it further, but it's better as a drink. In fact, you can add a shot of vodka for something a bit more potent. If you don't have an ice cream maker, mix the ingredients in a gallon-sized plastic food storage bag and freeze that until it starts to set. Squinch the bag every now and then until it has a slushy consistency. So there's a charge for you, Henry. Condensed milk, sweetened condensed milk, and Barks Red Cream Soda. That is a New Orleans flavor for sure. We want to get you acclimated into these strange ways. And a shot Although, of vodka, of course. Of course. Well, that would be helpful, I'm sure. You can <laughs> have. You can have your. <laughs> you put the vodka. In the ping pong, you can probably eat some bugles with it. How's that? In, <laughs> How in some of In your darkest hours, Henry. There you go. 5569696 is the number. If you want to talk to us, we have just a few minutes left. Let me see if there's anything left 
in the almanac that we have to go through, I'm going to hold the page for uh, Charles Chips because I want to contact them. I am very curious to see if Charles Chips is a national thing and if it isn't, how it started because it's been around since 1942, I believe. Today is the feast day of St. Juniper, a Franciscan monk who joined the order so early that St. Francis himself inducted him. A story about Juniper has it that a sick man wanted to eat a pig's foot. Oh no, you know what? Sometimes I go into these things and then I don't want to keep reading. <laughs> Never mind. Let's just say it's not a good thing. Uh, the words to eat by today are from Ludwig Bimelmans, who is the, uh, the artist who drew Madeline and who has the uh, Bimelmans bar at the, what's the name of the hotel? The Carlisle, the Carlisle in New York. And he said, caviar is to dining what a sable coat is to a girl in an evening dress. I don't really understand that so much. I don't think it makes a whole lot of sense. But anyway, if Ludwig Bimelmans did it, then probably people in New York thought that was cool. Today's food invention is the Lester milk jar. The first milk bottle for distribution to consumers was patented today in 1878. It was not very easy to use. A special clamp was needed to keep the cap on. Other milk bottles soon came along that improved upon it, and the era of bottled milk was underway. The first machine that rolled off waffle-like wafers into ice cream cones was also patented today in 1924. The inventor was Carl Taylor in Cleveland, Ohio. Dyes to impress the sides of the wafers were on a turntable such that each one had time to cool enough to get a little stiff before they were rolled up. Otherwise, it wouldn't work. They'd be squashed. And I believe that winds up all of our uh, almanac for today. So it's perfect timing. We're just about done with the show. And I've lost Tom, so it's time to, time to call it. Is, uh, is Tim around? Is Tim there? Can we conjure up Tim for a second? Just he is minute? not, unfortunately. He is a... not. I want Tim... On Monday, to help me, we are purging the mm -hmm. wine collection here at the Coolwater Ooh, Ranch. I think and, I can help you with that. <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, I want to go through the bottles, and because I don't know anything really about wine, although I do know some names, you know, from hanging around with Tom for thirty years, and um, and I want to, I want him to rate them on a scale of, you know, great, average, eh, and I can, you know, sort of separate them into, into sections, but, um, it's probably about 35 of them. It wouldn't take that long. I mean, cause they're, they're names that Tim would know right away. He could just identify them. I'm going to ask him to do that. If you would tell him, I'm going to contact him on that. Cause I definitely want to do that. I'll send him a warning. <laughs> 
Well, I think he'd probably want to do it. I don't know. I'll ask him. <laughs> I know. I'm I'll just giving him. you a hard time. All right. So that's it for the show. That's it for the week. That's it for the month. When we come back, it'll be February. It's time to start thinking about Valentine's Day. I want to mention that we have a website, the other platforms, if you would like to uh, follow those. We have nomenu.com. Nomenu.com is a place that you get. This is Tom's 50-year body of work. N-O-M-E-N-U.com. This is where you will find his, uh, our dining diary, places that we've gone, like Brennan's today, where you'll find his vintage pieces. Tom has collected a lot of information in 50 years. The Vintage Tom is a feature every day. Also, we have recipes, hundreds of them, 400 some odd recipes. A lot of information on nomenu.com. Also, if you missed a part of the show and want to get it, you can go there and the first thing up is the food show. Click on that and the podcast will be there if Henry is good enough to send it to me. We're keeping up with it. We're pretty much day to day there now. Also, please tell a friend of yours about the show. You know, Marilyn called earlier this week and said she stumbled on it and she loves it. I think your friends would feel that way too if you tune them into the show. It's a nice nice little respite from all the cares of the day out there. We don't talk about anything of great import, you know, but Pringles and Charles chips can be fun to talk about. Bugles, not so much. Uh, We also have an Instagram page, at the New Orleans Menu. We would love for you to follow us there. Our daughter does a very good job with that. And also the newsletter, which you can sign up for at nomenu.com. Go to nomenu.com where it says log in, sign up. You can do it right there. I have my own podcast. It's called Emmy, E-M-M-I-E, The Story Lady. And it's where I read children's classic tales to them. I've adapted them. Tim McNally is up next with the Dine, Wine, and Spirits show. That's it for us. Have a good weekend. WGSO New Orleans. Good night. This is Michael Savage. Join me in the Savage Nation right here on 990 AM WGSO in New Orleans. Give me 15 minutes and I'll give you the real America. Savage. Pass to pass. Biden telling reporters outside the White House before visiting Walter Reed on Friday. Many Republicans, including Republican Senator Tom 